I'm John DeMay with M Jigs. Today, I'd like to share with you a little bit about a couple products that we have in our lineup that we're really excited about. The first product I'd like to talk to you about today is the Joe Football Head Jig. Right out of the package, you'll notice that our football head jig is different than most on the market. What makes our jigs different is the quality of components. Let's start with the hook. These hooks are custom made for us in Japan. 90 degree bend, black nickel hooks, razor sharp, JDM quality. All of our Joe football head jigs have living rubber skirts. They're hand tied with copper wire to ensure that they stay affixed and it also helps them to flare while they're in the water. We powder paint and heat cure each jig to ensure that the paint stays on your jig even when you're fishing rock. Another feature that separates our jig from other jigs on the market is the screw lock keeper. The screw lock keeper does a couple things for you. Not only does it keep your bait affixed, it'll save you money on soft plastics that pull off of standard barb keepers. The second product I'd like to talk to you about is our hybrid flip and swim jig. We also have a custom hook in our flip and swim jig. It's a four-aught, 30-degree bend, black nickel hook. It has the same durable paint, the same great keeper, and a hand-tied silicone skirt to complete it. So if you're looking for a premium product that's going to give you an edge over your competition, look us up at demjigs.com. The swim jig technique is one of the most successful ways to put fish in the boat. Time in and time out, Bravani bait swim jigs are just the right tool for the job. Beaming with quality, the Bravani swim jigs come in a myriad of colors, feature the best premium hooks and solid trailer keepers to give you, the serious bass angler, the confidence you need to accomplish your goal of putting more fish in the boat. So go to BravaniBaits.com and start climbing the ladder to swim jig success. Rageous Outdoors is quickly becoming the industry leader in tournament fishing apparel. There's no better way to represent your sponsors than with a Rageous jersey. At Rageous, you can get a short sleeve, long sleeve, sweatpants, the best prices in the industry. Rageous also offers club and team discounts, special high school and college prices. Our website is easy to navigate, and Rageous' staff will make the process quick and easy for you. Rageous Outdoors, offering high-quality tournament apparel for the weekend angle. Outfit yourself from head to toe. Check out Rageous online at www.rageous.com. Welcome back to Straycast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. This is Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. We're going to go bass buzzing live from iCast with the spokesman for the Bassin Universe. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you the Cajun baby, Cliff Crochet. Yes. Woo. What up, Cliff? What's going on? What up, dude? Hey, uh, I can't see you. Can you see me? I can see you. I, hey, can you hit that video button on there? There you go. Oh, there, Cliff. How about that? Look at you. How about that? How about that? Cash you outside, man. <laughs> How, how's the iCast treating you? iCast was, um, it was good. A lot of good stuff. Saw, you know, saw a lot of people. But, man, I feel like I walked about six miles today. It's, a, it's some good exercise, man. Now it's time to get whiskey bent and hell bound. Ah, not yet. Not yet. I've learned my lesson. Wait till the end of the week. Wait till the end of the week. You don't want to burn You don't want to be in those bright lights. So what's what's your favorite part about ICAST so far? Uh, Well, my favorite part so far 
is there's a new beat out from Lucky Strike. What? Happened to be called The Cajun Week. The Cajun. Inspired by me. By you. The one and only it's Cliff Crochet. One and only. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a weight beat, shallow diving crank beat that I've been wanting for a couple years and uh, finally got it. So that, that's the best thing I've seen. Nice. So is it? <laughs> is it? Tell us a little more about it, dude. What's it like? A standard, like a one point five type body? Is a little snub noser? What is it? No, it's uh, it's a long. It's it's about a, about three and a half inches long. Okay. Uh, it's kind of long and skinny, kind of with a little. Kind of like you. <laughs> yeah. Back <laughs> in the day. Uh, it's got like a concave body. You know, it, it kind of. It, uh, it's got a little curve to the body. It's got a little lip on it. It's a humpback. And, uh, the good thing about it, it pushes a lot of water. That's what I got that's you. What, that's what really excites me about it. And then, uh, like I said, I've been waiting on it for a couple of years. And uh, it's a bait I've thrown for the last couple of years, but been kind of quiet with it. And uh, now we finally get to bring it out, it, bring it, it out to the world. So is it kind of more like an old uh, uh, rippling red fin type kind of design like that? Or what? No, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, a, a longer, fatter, uh, baby one minus kind oh, of sort. Oh, I got you, I got you. That's the one your um, your teammate um, uh, James Watson was telling everybody about, but he was calling it the uh, the the J Dub swim bait. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So I mean, you're you're having the time, man. I mean, iCast is a it, it's a. Would you say it's a good time for all, or is this more like work? No, it's a good time. It's almost like a reunion, <laughs> uh, somewhat, because you get you know you get to see the guys you fish against off the water. You get to see a bunch of a bunch of cats that maybe you came up with, or uh, or, or friends that that don't fish but work in the industry. So it's a uh, it's a cool deal. It's almost like uh, it's almost like going to summer camp. Seeing how you <laughs> hey, did you run into uh, Skeet Reese yet? I did. <laughs> you tell me about that later. <laughs> and for some reason, I, I said, Ski, what, what's up, buddy? And he had this grin on his face, like like, like something had happened to him Saturday night or something. I don't know. Like his phone was ringing. I don't he was know. like, you motorboating son of a bitch, you. That's what he was like. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hey. Let's um let's do a little uh, Cliff Crochet history, man. Why don't you give us a Cliff Crochet history lesson, okay? A Cliff Crochet history lesson from the back, from from way back. Yeah, let's get the from the origin of this superhero from the Bayou. Well, to go way way back, uh, born and raised on the Bayou in Pierrepoint, uh, hunting and fish with my old man just for fun. Uh, nothing nothing serious, just basic fishing. Uh, when I was about twelve years old. I uh, I really wanted to. I got interested in learning how to catch fish. Fit my old, I got an older brother, and uh, we'd go fishing in the evening times just for fun. No tournaments. I mean, he had two rods and a tackle box. I had one rod. Uh, but I just I just like fishing and I like competition. I enjoy playing sports, so I was able to bring both together. There you go. Uh, did that up until you know. Through high school, all, all I did was play sports, lift weights, and fish. And uh, when I graduated high school, I uh, took a little time off from fishing, went to the police academy, got me a, a steady job where I could make some money. Uh, and then from that point on, I just started fishing tournaments. In, any tournaments I could find, open tournaments, BFLs, federations, anything. I did that for a couple years. 
and and had some success. I didn't win a whole bunch, but you know I, I competed and, and won a couple of tournaments. And in uh, in 2006, 2006 is what is what is what put me over. I uh, I led the points in the Louisiana BFL division, and I won the points in the Louisiana Bass Federation. So I contended for both both titles in the state of Louisiana. Awesome. And that and that that uh, pushed me to, to to fish the Central Opens. I fished the Central Opens in 2007, didn't get a check. Fished the Southern Opens in 2008, got two checks. And then in 2009, I went back to the Central Opens, uh, finished second in the points, qualified for my first Classic in the Elite Series. And here we are in what seems like five seconds later, it's now <laughs> eight years later, on the Elite Series. And here you are. Now you are a bass fishing superstar dude you were, you were also the youngest state championship in louisiana history right uh to my knowledge 22 is the youngest at 20 i wanted at 22 and that's the youngest to ever win so that's awesome. Um, that's awesome that probably won't hold much longer with the way these kids are now but <laughs> yeah. they're too damn smart i can uh, hold on to for a little while they're getting college educations in bass fishing they, now. they are <laughs> speaking of college education and bass fishing i want to thank uh i want to thank jared and dave from from uh bass university for hooking you up with this modern technology, enabling you to come in on the Skype machine here. And, and yeah, how about that? It's fine, finally, 2017, I got Skype. You, you're, <laughs> dude, behind, you are moving up. And don't forget, you can watch uh, Bass University live uh, every day from iCast on uh, Bass U Facebook page and on the Bass U website, correct? Right, Cliff? That's right. We'll, I think we're starting up tomorrow morning at 8.30, uh, me and Pete. Just bringing people in, different companies with, with new baits, and we're doing best of show winners tomorrow. So nice. I get a little, a little insight to uh, to talk to the people that have uh, that had big showings at our cast. Now, now I'm going to give you a little insight right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, you ask Pete to say the word jabroni tomorrow. Ask him to say jabroni. You, jabroni. You, jabroni. All <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Tell say Pete, don't be a jabroni. All right. Yeah. You. <laughs> Am I gonna get punched in the face? No, no. Pete, Pete'll love it, but I'm just—I'm telling you. You promise you'll do it. You promise you'll remember. I'll do it. Okay. Just say, don't be a jabroni. That's don't all. be a jabroni. That's all, I can do that. That's all you gotta say. Hey, uh, Cliff. You, you know you've been at this bassing game for a little bit. You said it's been like a blink of an eye. But do you know how many pounds of fish that you have caught in BASS events? Do you have any uh, idea? Not- not enough. Not enough. <laughs> not enough. But but here's a little interesting tidbit. JP, hi. Um, tell Yo. tell Cliff Crochet how many pounds of bass he's caught in his BASS career. Cliff, you have caught two thousand five hundred sixty-two pounds of bass and twelve ounces. Two thousand five hundred sixty-two and twelve ounces. Two thousand five hundred sixty-two twelve ounces of bass. Okay. Now, if we that's take a bunch. that's a Not bunch. Bad. That's a bunch of lbs, man. Now, if we take that and combine it with your winnings, I'm mathematizing the shit out of this right now. I hope you know that. But, but that equals $195 a pound. $195 a pound for Cliff Crochet. That's grade A. That's sushi grade. That is sushi grade bassin' right there. That's a nice number. That's what I've made. That's what I've earned. The only problem is if it's $195 a pound, you know, it cost about $194.50 a pound. <laughs> That's the truth, man. It's it's the truth. But, but, you know, bassin' ain't easy, man. 
Hey, can you uh, can you teach me some uh, some Cajun fishing words? Some Cajun fishing words. Yeah, teach me some Cajun fishing words. Teach everybody here some fishing words. The, uh, the one that the one that is probably uh, most underused that, that people need to know is probably uh, shoe pig. That's an easy one. Shoe pig. Shoe pig. What is that? A shoe pig is like a, a, a grinnel or a dogfish oh, or a mudfish. I hate those damn things. Yeah, Do shoe pick. So you're saying shoe pick? Shoe pick. Are you saying Pam or Pan? <laughs> Pam. Pam. <laughs> Greatest movie ever. Right? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so let's. You're sponsored by K2 Coolers. We're going to give them a free little plug right now. Okay, K two coolers. Now, let's say that we're going to do a um, a K two coolers commercial, and uh, right. and um, can you say I'm Cliff Crochet for K two coolers, <laughs> the best coolers in the land? Well, let me give you, let me give them a little sponsor plug here. Okay, uh, they released some information here at Archives today, and uh, K two coolers. Now made in America, in the great state of Louisiana. Oh, wow. Nice. Would you look at that? About that I mean, that's, that, that's making it proud right there. Not only American made, but a fond place in your heart, Cliff Crochet, because they're, right. they're from Louisiana, man. And a hot that's place. Right, yeah, right yeah. down the road. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, now that you're a big bass and superstar, man, um, you know, like guys like Mike Tyson, you know, they got like, he's got like a pet tiger, you know? And, and then you had... Uh, um, then you had Michael Jackson. He had that pet monkey. You know what I mean? And that chimp chimp thing he had. Now, like, uh, if you were going to get you a, uh, now that you're a big time basser, and you were going to get you yourself like an exotic pet, what would you get? Well, uh, real life. You know, I got, uh, I got me a mini me. I got me a nice little human male. <laughs> And I liked him so much, I got me another one coming in September. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Congratulations. Congrats. That is, uh, that's exotic. <laughs> to say the least. That's exotic, to say the least. It's funny, it's funny how somebody that's uh, two foot tall and weighs 31 pounds can kick your ass. You know? <laughs> I'm a grown ass man, and that little dude beats me up every day. <laughs> <laughs> Puts a whooping on you. It's crazy how they do that. And wait till he gets older, man. It's funny how he can he can control me with uh I mean his little fingers are like that big, you know. And he just he just pushes me around. Whatever he wants to do, I just shut up and do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you used to be a sheriff, is that true? That's right, sheriff's deputy, uniform patrol from uh two thousand one. Until uh, March of 2013. Man, tell me a crazy uh, sheriffing story. Man, they got a bunch. Well, tell uh, me something crazy, dude. Get wild with us here. Uh, I've seen vehicle. I've seen a vehicle with a horse one time. One time we had to shoot a wild pig running down the room. Um, I've seen somebody call 911 because somebody drank that apple juice. <laughs> what? True story. You don't they, steal somebody's juice. They they drank apple. They they drank their buddy's apple juice, so they called nine one one. True story, dude. I, I love watching cops. I still get all sweaty when I watch cops. It's it's pretty damn cool. <laughs> cops cops don't play till six. <laughs> I like live PD now. Live PD is live better. PD is awesome too. Yeah, yeah live PD is awesome. I, I the, would uh, like to see you on. That's that. a good game, man. Hey, I tell you that. 
I'm, I'm glad I did some time in law enforcement, and uh, but I'm glad I'm out. Uh, thankful for the guys that stayed in, but but luckily for me, I, I found a way out doing something else that that I really wanted to do. But uh, that's a, that's a crazy game. If you've never been in it, you, you probably wouldn't understand. And and I worked in a small area. I worked in a, a small parish. You know, we probably got a I don't know a very rural, it's a rural area. You know, so I, I seen some stuff. But, and them city cats, they uh, they earn every dollar they make. <laughs> they do. Trust yeah. me. It's crazy, man. You're kind of scared of the city, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not real big on the city. <laughs> Anything over about uh, twelve thousand people, I don't. I try to go around it. It, it goes. <laughs> it gets crazy, man. I mean, that's like on the way back from from Mike's. We were driving down that Broadway Street in Camden. I mean, and it was like a, a live PD episode right there. I'm Camden, they, uh, when we fished at the, at the Detroit, uh, Delaware River, they told us not, not to stop in Camden. Like, don't stop. The only time you stop is at a red light. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to tell me twice. Nothing <laughs> yeah. uh, that was all involved there. Hey, uh, we had Greg Hackney on. Your buddy Hackney was on here not, not too long ago. And, um, and he told us, um, about an experience he had, uh, in in Louisiana with a chucacabra, you, you know with a who? Yeah, you know <laughs> chucacabra. A chucacabra. That's a Mexican werewolf. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> and he was he was dead serious, man. He, he's dead serious. Have you ever uh, run into any crazy uh, crazy creatures in the swamp? Uh, of course, some alligators. Um, not, nothing. I hadn't found Bigfoot yet. No, I hadn't seen Bigfoot. But, but any, um, anything you couldn't explain, like any crazy swamp stories, like swamp monsters or anything? No, I, I, man. So if you're out there at night sometimes, you hear some noises that will uh, make you wonder. You're kind of trying to figure out what you're hearing. But uh, luckily, I've never seen anything weird, really weird. <laughs> Except but, when uh, you were a sheriff, that's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, the swamp at the nighttime, it can... Uh, it can make you wonder. <laughs> it can make you it'll wonder. make you like the it'll make you like the daylight. <laughs> it, it can be uh, it can be pretty weird. It, it can be cool too, man. It's a lot of fun. You can have a lot of fun. But uh, it, sometimes stuff happens. It, it's it's uh, almost unexplainable. It kind of freak you out for a little bit. <laughs> hey, Cliff, are you scared of deep water fishing? Deep water fishing? Uh, I'd rather not do it, but it's definitely not my comfort zone. Okay, I, I got you. Well, I mean, I'm intimidated by it. I hate deep water fishing myself, man. I just, I, but what is it? What is it to you that's so intimidating about it? What gets me is, uh, you know, a lot of times fish are, uh, even shallow water or deep water, they, they, they own one piece of structure or, or set up a certain way. And when I get out of the bank and I start making that cast, you look at how far that cast is compared to, and how much you know, how much ground you cover, and compared to how many acres and acres and acres and acres you got to hit the spot, you know, the size of a, a truck. It gets intimidating. You know, the odds go way down, and you know they got great electronics and maps and and all that good stuff, but it's um, still intimidating. You know, I'd rather be on something I can see and. and too much work and put my bait on I, i'm with you i'm not i'm just not that smart to do it out there for too long dude i can't i can't handle it so you got you love shallow water fishing i know you love flipping and i know you like throwing that frog man um 
Let's, let's talk a that little frog, bit. That frog is uh, the best way to describe that frog fishing. It's kind of like an old high school buddy. You know, he's cool to hang out with. And he's fun, but my God, that dude will get you in trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and why do you say that? Tell us why. You, what do you mean there? Well, I mean, he, you know, he's fun to hang out with, and he'll, you know, show you a good time, and he'll put you in the top ten. But boy, when he, when he starts acting crazy, that, he'll put you in the bottom ten too. You know, yeah. And you it's turn a, around, it's addicting. Back up, you're like, hey, buddy, what, you know, what's going on? And just like your old high school buddy. He's gone. Can't find him. Don't answer for a couple weeks, you know. And then he shows back up again out of nowhere. Hey, buddy, what's up? You know, let's let's go hang out. You're like, man, I can't hang with you. Y'all, you put me in a bind. But he talks you into it, and you, you put him back in the game, you know. And, and then he eases his way back in again. But you yeah. keep hanging out with him. But you keep hanging out with him. Right. <laughs> it's like he keeps throwing that frog. So Prime how do- example, Darnell. Wanted to hang out. Wanted to hang out, you know. <laughs> My buddy left me hanging in 105th place. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the week before, he brought me to Sunday. Finished ninth. So. <laughs> That's outstanding. What's the, how, do you, how do you figure out when to throw a popping frog and when to throw a walking frog? What's your rule of thumb there? Uh, my, my personal favorite, my confidence, of, my confidence beat of the two is an original walking frog. Um, I throw that one most of the time. The, the, the thing that is the big difference when, when I switch them is if the fish tell me. You know, if the fish are choking that original, that walking frog down in that throat and, and your knuckles are getting skinned up, I'll keep throwing it. But if they start missing it or rolling on it, that's the big difference of when I when I change. Um, it's, it's just about letting the, you know, listening to the fish, let them talk to you. So when they when they miss it or they not they're not biting it. They just showing themselves. I'll make a change, and uh, and 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 get a different retrieve of that popping frog. And you love it. You love the frog. I love him. You love. I it. love it. Hey, we're doing this thing on the Bookface Live, Cliff, and uh, and your fans got some questions for you. You, you ready? Go ahead. I'll answer yeah. the best I can. Okay. Oh, here we go. We're gonna hold you to that. This is actually perfect timing. They're they're asking about frogs. Okay. We got we got a guy. DW, who's who's actually watching from an oil rig, nice in the Gulf of Mexico. That's awesome! Wow, and he that's want, what I'm talking about. He wants I like to, that. What's your go-to hollow belly frog? My go-to hollow belly frog, and this is uh, this is brutally honest because they don't pay me nothing. Uh, I'm not affiliated with them, but they do make a good beat, and that's a Spro Bronze Eye original. Nice, the, the Spro Bronze right Eye answer. original. And then we got we got Ivan watching. He wants to know what's the coldest temp. You would throw a frog in coldest water. Uh, pro- Fifty degrees, probably. Fifty, All right. All right. and then I, I would probably flirt with forty-eight. You know, I'd probably flirt with forty-five until they didn't bite it. But I've caught them as as, uh, as cold as fifty. Nice. All right. Thank you. I, I would I would tell you this about frog fishing. Y'all don't got me going. I'm all pumped up. Get it. Hey, keep going. Get it. Uh, I would tell you this about frog fishing. Don't don't look at the calendar. Uh, you know, depending on where you live at or, or, or weather conditions, uh, don't look at the calendar and say, you know, you got to wait till March to throw a frog. When that water temp gets about 50, 55, 60 or so, you know, anywhere in that 50 or above, you can throw it. I don't care if it's December or if it's April or whatever. If that water temperature's up, he's in the game. <laughs> as long as the fish are shallow, right? If they're shallow, they'll eat the frog. The fish are shallow. And uh, like, like if that water's 50 with a warming trend coming, you know, 
you can get some bites on him. It, you know, uh, he may not be the main deal, but he may be, you know, he may be able to complement another pattern. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, your go to line size for frog fishing? There's a lot of debate about fifty pound versus sixty five pound. Does it really make a difference? Yeah, it does. I, I personally, I throw eighty. Wow, eighty pound braid. Okay, and there's two reasons for that. The first one is you remove all doubt of breaking off. I mean, if you pop eighty pound braid, if you got a bad line or spool, a spool of line, or are you doing something wrong? You can't break eighty. And another reason I like eighty, probably the biggest reason why I like eighty, is because when you casting that frog and skipping it, you're going to get backlashes and overruns and bird nests, whatever you call them. And that eighty pound braid is big enough to where it won't it won't knot itself up so bad. Gotcha. Uh, it won't dig into itself. You can dig it out real easy. Where you know, a backlash at fifty is going to be way worse than a backlash with eighty pound braid. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I like the bigger line. It, uh, I guess, in, in this sense, a big bigger line performs better for me. I think I think it floats better too. It stays up on top better. I've used the eighty quite a bit, and it doesn't. You don't get the whip knots. You notice that too. Like with right. the fifty, you get those whip knots in the guides, and right. with the eighty, it almost never happens. But I would tell you this, that, that's, that's what I like. I got 50 rods on my boom. You know, if a, guy, if a guy only has four rods that he fishes with, you know, he can get by with 50. That way he can flip with it, frog with it, throw a chatterbait with it. Uh, you can get by with it. But I, I've learned, for me, I personally like 80. And speaking of rods, what's the ideal frog rod? Uh, the, my frog rod that I throw is a Falcon Cara Amistad. It's a 7'2", number 7". And it's uh, it's got a lot of power, uh, but it's got a lot of tip too. It's not a it's not a real heavy rod. Uh, it's got a lot of tip to it, um, and and that's that's important in throwing a frog, and and working a frog. Uh, you know, with heavy rods, you can't you can't get that tip. You can't cast. You can't skip it, and working it too. Uh, it, it's it's tough for a hard rod. Another reason why I like that rod is got a little. It's got a little tip to it, so that when I set the hook, that tip, that tip can suck up some of that hook set, and I don't yank the fish out of the water. Because most of the time, a fish that comes out of the water on a hook set, you know, those fish are 50-50. You lose sure. some of them. So, yeah. I want, you know, I want, uh, you know, seventy percent of that rod to have some backbone, but I want about thirty percent of that tip, you know, to suck up some of the power of that hook set. Something got to give. Something got to give. Something got to give. The tip, the tip of the rod is better than the uh, than the fish coming off. Yeah, you don't want it to be the lip. Hey, remember when uh, back in the day when uh, you used to hang out at the bars? You you remember that? Yeah, I did that a little bit. You did that a little bit. And there's a game that uh, that we used to play in, in the bars, and and around here, um, the game that we played was was called uh, uh, Mary Kill. Did you ever play that game? No. It's called. I'll I'll tell you to it again. It's called the game we marry kill. I'm getting censored by the internet police right now. But so I see that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a little game here now. It's a bar game, but now we're making it a bass fishing game. Okay. All right. And uh, so I'm gonna give you three famous Louisiana women. All right. And you gotta tell me which one. You're going to go fishing with 
which one you're going to marry. Now, I know you're a happily married man. This is totally fictitious, but you got to tell right, me right. which one of these women you're going to go fishing with, which one you're, you're, you're going to marry, and which one's getting thrown out of the boat. All right? All right. All right, so now here's your choices, and these are all, uh, these are all uh, Louisiana women right here. Isn't that a Merle Haggard song or something like that? Uh, Louisiana woman? I don't know. Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty. Okay, there it is. Uh, I got my Hank 3. You listen to Hank 3 at all? No. Dude, you got to listen to some Hank Williams 3. That is the deal. I like, I like Junior. Yeah, Junior's great too, but his boy Hank 3, he, he's the deal. Hey, okay, right here. Here's the three famous Louisiana women. One of them you're going to marry, one of them you're going to go fishing with, and one of them you're going to throw out of the boat. Your first huh? choice, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. She's a Louisiana woman. Your next choice, Britney Spears, one of Louisiana's trailer park's finest, Britney Spears. <laughs> uh, the next one, close and near and dear to all our hearts, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Famous Louisiana women, Sandra you made, Bullock, you Ellen DeGeneres, tough. and Britney Spears. Which one are you going to go fishing with? Which one are you going to marry? And which one's going for a swim? Uh, Ellen's going swimming. Okay. Uh, I'll go fishing with Britney Spears and I'll marry Sandra Bullock. Hey, marry Sandra Bullock. There it is, right there. Uh, okay, congratulations. You, you know, one of them, one of them's getting thrown out automatically. The other two, you could change up and, I, you know. I'd be fine with that. So if if you were like a a, a Mormon or something from from that, what's that state that the Mormons are from? Uh, Utah. Utah. Yeah. So if you were like from Utah, you could you could have a couple wives. Yeah, Ellen's getting thrown out for yeah, sure. I would. I'm with you there. I can't stand when she dances. She can just dance in the water. She's gonna scare the damn fish anyway. That's all. <laughs> that's all there is to it. What's the dumbest bass you ever caught, Cliff? The dumbest bass I've ever caught. It's a true story. I was fishing a tournament with a buddy at home. And I got off the trolling modem. And I reached in the rod box to grab a rod. And I was grabbing a Texas rig with no bait on it. And I unhooked the the hook from my reel. And, you know, unwrapped my rod. And the bait fell in the water, I said the bait, the hook and the weight fell in the water by a tree. And I get on the trolling motor to, to, you know, swing the boat out to the middle of the bayou, and I, and I pick the rod up, and I got a fish on it. <laughs> That's <laughs> a dum-dum right there. That's a stupid fish. That's a real dumb. I got another stupid fish i tell you about. Yeah, I was at, I was at Gunnersville in this cut, uh, punching, punching some mats, and I was on the trolling motor. On a hundred straight thirty six plowing through the through this grass, <laughs> and I had made, and I had made a flip and got caught in the grass, and I pulled it, and like an ounce and a half bait comes and flies right at the foot of the trolling motor that I'm standing on, wide open, and I have been for about thirty seconds, and the bait <laughs> goes through the mat right by the trolling motor, and I go to pick up my slack to make another flip, and as I pick up my slack, I catch a fish. There's a fish sitting on the bait. <laughs> I'm like you. I've been, you know, I've been plowing on the trolling motor, and this dude's just sitting here, like in the prop wash, and I catch him. Tum- total dum dums. Did you did you have the hydro wave on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have the hydro wave on, but those two fish, I wish, and uh, I, I pray for them 
a lot of days at about two fifteen, I'm praying to see him again, <laughs> <laughs> hoping they pay you a visit like that old high school buddy. Yeah, sometimes they show up, but most of the time he leaves you hanging. You know what I mean? <laughs> do, you, do you think that, with that being said, those two stories that sometimes we give these fish too much credit, man? Man, I don't know. I think they um. Sometimes I wonder if they're idiots or if they're geniuses. You know, sometimes uh, <laughs> sometimes they act like they're stupid, like they have no idea what's going on, and other times they act like they some kind of professor. You know that um, <laughs> they know everything. Hey, y'all see what's going on? Can you see what's going on right here? No, what's that? I, it looks like a hotel I room. I see the hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That's what goes on. <laughs> That's behind the scenes. You know? That's All right, guys. Thing, things are going on. Everybody's eating supper. You know, big boys are here. This is the place to be. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. That's man. the glamour. Who, who's ha- who's hanging out that. in the room right now? Who you, you by yourself? By myself. Man, are, are you missing your buddies for this? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, business first. Okay. Come out and uh, and talk talk to the fans, you know, be on Street Cats show. I mean, you do what you got to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we appreciate, you, we appreciate you coming on here, man. Hey, um, you, you know we're all about fun and games here, right? You know that, right? Yes, right. You ever been on a game show, Cliff? Uh, never. You're going to be on a game show right now. Right now. Are you ready? We, we are going I'm to play uh, What's On Your Mind. This is a game called What's On Your Mind. So I'm going to ask you something, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your brain, that Cajun brain of yours. All right. All right, you ready? All right, all right. It's time to play What's On Your Mind with the Cajun baby, Cliff Crochet. Coming to you live from iCast, I'm your host, Pat Renwick. Cliff, the first thing to you, first word, swamp gas, swamp gas. Swamp gas. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm thinking sinkhole. Sinkhole. There's a sinkhole. Like that, that soft plastic bait, the Senko, that Gary Yamamoto oh. made? It said sinkhole. No, sinkhole. Oh, like sink- swallow up houses and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is right there. Cliff, let it marinate. Let it marinate. Uh, steaks. Steaks. Okay. You're hungry. I can tell. Raking rats, raking rats, raking rats. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi River lacrosse. We tell Mississippi us what, River lacrosse, Wisconsin. What's that mean? Tell us why you uh, say that. It's a lot of small fish. A lot of small fish raking the rats in, at lacrosse. I can't believe he got away with that. I can't. OJ. OJ. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. Uh, um. Okay, here. Cliff Crochet's guilty pleasure. What's your guilty pleasure? Uh, tobacco, no doubt. Tobacco. The old chew tobacco. Yeah. I saw you send one flying over that <laughs> USS Battleship New Jersey. Came back and hit that fat woman in the jaw. Was that Was that awesome? Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Man, check this out. I, and I, I guess I'm not really proud of it, but, you know, it is what it is. I have been dipping tobacco since I'm 15 years old, and I have, you know, I've thrown probably a million dips out of my mouth. You hit them on the cement, you know. Yeah. Or, or sometimes you get a you get a little axe, you know, and you sling it, you know. Sure. I'm with I do you the can same. Or whatever, you know, sling it. That's the first one I've ever thrown 
And it come back like a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> and it hit that big gal right in the jaw. Knocked her sideways. I was, uh, I mean, I, I didn't think a hurricane would be blowing through, you know, at the time. But it was weird. I mean, you, you saw a hurricane comes out of nowhere. It was a good afternoon on the river. Good night. Everybody's hanging out, mingling. Here comes a hurricane. Here, hurricane <laughs> Ike came blowing through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to totally massacre this one, but... Uh, Boudin, 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 or uh, or Adule, Boudin, Boudin, way better. Yeah, way, way better. Did I say Adule right? Adule. Yeah, I, that's exactly how I said it. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Boudin. Tell me the word for dogfish again. Shoe pig. Foo pig. That's an old foo pig. pig. It's a shoe pig. Shoe pig. If the shoe pigs wear it, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know I know you got stuff to do, man, and uh, we really do appreciate you coming on this uh, this show here, Cliff, as well as your fans appreciate it, man. Do you got anything you want to say to the fans or, or or to your sponsors out there before we get the hell out of here? Yeah, you know the sponsors are important. Uh, I, I deal with some good companies. You know, we talk about K2 and Rattle Trap, Lucky Strike, etc. I don't want to name them all. And, uh, and they're they good to me. But, dude, the fans drive the sport. The fans buy the stuff. The fans the fans run the, run the business. Um, and I'm lucky enough to have some that, that pull for me and really like me. And as much as they like me, I love them that much more. So That is outstanding. Cliff, best of luck to you, man, and safe travels on the, uh, on the rest of the Elite Series. And, and we'll see you uh, – We'll run into you over at uh, St. Clair when you guys come up yeah, around there. I'll be there. Yeah, I, I, s- might, I might just invite myself to come back, like, monthly. Yeah. Just hang sure. out for, just for a minute, you know? Yeah, dude, you come on here anytime you want. This show is, this show is all fun stew and giggles dumplings. You, you, you know, we're going to have Crochet's Corner. And next you're going to we'll knit. Like every, every second Tuesday of the month or something. Yeah. <laughs> we, we built this for you. It's like we're, Field of Dreams. In fact, we're going to have crocheting with Cliff Crochet. You're going to knit blankets and shit. I'll jack that up. <laughs> hey, enjoy the rest of ICAST, man. Tell everybody we said hi, and thanks again. We will see you soon. Thanks for having me. All right, dude. That's Cliff Crochet. He's a Bassmaster Elite Series superstar, and he just graced us with his presence on this Straight Cast Bass Buzzing show. Hey, um, there, there's another another episode r- right there. I mean, wow, that went kaboom. Yeah. Did, didn't we just get here? That was kaboom. Hey, uh, I want to say a special thanks to uh, to uh, to some guys in New Jersey, um, Mike and, and Becky Iconelli, uh, Brian Stockel, and Jim Fish 3 for uh, for the hospitality that they showed Andrew Ellenberger and I over the weekend. Um, what a phenomenal time. Thank you so much to all you watching out there. Thank you to the sponsors. Um, hey, without you guys, we are absolutely nothing. We really appreciate it. We are off next week, uh, but we are back. Um, the uh, What's the next date? The what's, week after that. So what is that? Like next week's the 19th, and then plus 7 is, uh, let me math this, 26th. Yeah. We're back on July 26th, and we're going to get Zal Dangerous yeah. with you, with Chris and Trait Zaldane. So, hey, we'll see you then, uh, July 26th. And until then, we bid you peace and best wishes. I'm Pat Renwick. I'm out. Yeah. Hello, everybody. 
I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Stray Cast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!